This week, gay actors, public urinals, and the love-hate relationship with New York City. You're listening to the Fake Outrage Report. Welcome to the Fake Outrage Report, the show where we tell you how to feel. My name is Sandeep Sen. With me, as always, is the now unlive Phil Causey. Phil. Yes, unlive. Does that mean I'm dead? Uh, No, it just means you're not live. I guess right, because we were live last week. We were live last week. It was it was a great time. We were in... Uh, yeah, we had all three of the brim, the main brown guys of the show here. We had the original co-host. We had you and the uh, the regular fill-in brown guy. The whole brown team and then me. Yeah, it was three on one. Just It, it yeah. finally represented really the population of the world instead <laughs> of the United States. <laughs> yeah, I also was the least educated person on that panel by far. And it showed at times. Because um, we had a lawyer, a doctor, and a, a guy with a master's in journalism. And then my... Bachelor's degree in geography. <laughs> That's how that went. So, you know, I have, a, I have something I want to talk about today yeah. that I'm outraged about at the very beginning. Uh, I fucking hate arugula. Okay. Yeah, I just do. I can't deal with it. And like, I never even heard of this vegetable until I moved to New York, but it's on goddamn everything in this city. You know, it's, it's, it's not like boring like lettuce. It's a little spicy. That's it's a what little... sucks about it, though. Like, my dad has a garden back home. That shit tastes like the weeds we used to remove from the garden to help the other vegetables grow. It's so bad. I don't understand when people like it. I think our guest has a, a good opinion, has to have his opinion on this. Uh, our guest is Justin Silver. Uh, Justin, hello. How do you feel about arugula? This is, a, this is what's dividing America. Good to be with you. My, uh, <laughs> I'm, all, I'm pro all green vegetables. Yeah, so Justin I'm, is a wow. very... I'm pro arugula. Justin is a very fit person, and he work. You can tell he works out a lot. So I knew you would have some the, kind the, of the spiciness is good for your circulation as well. I don't know if you know that. Wait, what? You had a bunch of brown people, mm-hmm. and then are you just like a generic? You said garden, so I assume you're not Jewish. That sounds like <laughs> so you're definitely not that because your your lisp was going to allude to a little Judaism. I thought initially, but then I'm going to pull that back a little bit. Okay. Now say that you're just like generic white guy. Yeah, generic white guy. Generic white guy. Okay. But you could be a Jew, right? You could be a Jew. See, people think because I do comedy and I have the fucking nose that I, I am Jewish. There's a little racism starting it off. Yeah. I'm Jewish, by the way. These so are, these are, just... we've, we've done like three stereotypes. <laughs> no, these, are, these are observations. Four I'm teasing seconds. You. No, um, these are, go ahead. Yeah, people do think I am a lot. Uh, I don't have any background in Judaism or anything like that. No, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm not. Anti-Jew, and by any stretch of the imagination, I just... Well, your swastika t-shirt would say otherwise, but no. <laughs> yeah, um, well, no, my tattoo, though, is cool, though, I think. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, okay, so no arugula for you. No, I think it tastes fucking terrible. All right. And I went to buy a sandwich. This is why I'm mad about it, is... And the sandwich said it was mixed greens, but there was nothing fucking mixed. It was just arugula, and that's bullshit. That's false advertisement for my egg salad sandwich. You know, arugula is a little more expensive than, like, just mixed greens, so in, you actually got a solid... They did you a solid, but they did it to you, and uh, now you're outraged. What kind of bread did you have the egg salad on? I'm very pro of the sandwich. Just so wheat bread, just straight up. It was straight one of those wheat. pre-packaged fucking quick sandwiches because I was running late I got to it. record would you this have, today. Would you have just just yelled and and screamed if he it was just he said white bread? I, you could no. You I would. I would just be like, if you just went for the white bread, you can't kind of complain about the arugula, but it sounded a little more classy now. So I'm like, oh, now I wanted to hear more about this. I got it. I got. I got minta foods, and I was like, was this like a sourdough toasted bun? This sounded awesome for a minute. It was an artisanal um, panini. No, uh, it was. Well, the thing is, in fucking Brooklyn, even the pre-made stuff is fancy now. Very fancy. You know, and so it was one of those ones you buy at like the bodega, where it's like, you know, this morning we made this sandwich, and sure. you know, I wanted an egg salad, mm-hmm. and I, I wanted it with 
some type of non-arugula vegetables. And it said mixed, but no, it, it was it was a lie. Does spinach rub your nuts the wrong way? The way no, arugula spinach does, is great. You're into spinach. Spinach is yeah, spinach uh, is wonderful. Baby spinach would be right? sure. Yeah, Fantastic. either one. Yeah, out of the can is fine. Hot cold. I mean, I'm kind of trashy. I don't you know. Just, I'm, I'm I'm guessing you don't like kale. Kale I can do if there's something to help mask the taste of the kale. It's not as in, as offensive as the arugula. Sure. Oh, interesting. So you hate arugula more than the kale. Way more. Okay. It's so bad. It's bitter as fuck. You know that the massage the kale? You know what that is? You ever hear that? No, but... You know how kale is very cardboardy? Sounds like a euphemism for masturbating. No. Kale, <laughs> I'm kale, just gonna go massage the kale. What was that? They do something where they... Mas- <laughs> it, they call it massaging it, but they actually like press it so that it takes like all the cardboardiness out of it, mm-hmm. and then it's like it's sort of like edible. Otherwise, I find it like... A, it is it's a like pretty... Eating, uh, it's like styrofoam. It's fucking yeah. rough. Yeah, well, you can you can mix it with other stuff, and it's good though. Like, yeah. I can have like kale butter and uh, gummy bears. It <laughs> yeah. makes it really tasty. Well, you know, you can put it in like a smoothie or something though, with other stuff that tastes good. Absolutely, you know, and get the the benefits. No, but Rugo is going to give you that, like little mustard green shit that you don't like. Oh, I'm just I'm not. I kind of hear you. I kind of hear you. I mean, I'm pro it, but I hear you. It's not the hill I'm going to die on. Doesn't sound like you. So, uh, you know, Sandy, let me ask you: Anything interesting happened to you this week? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, uh, how deep do we want to go into this rabbit hole, really? Yeah, I mean, not too deep, but uh, yeah, I, I uh, sued someone for defamation, and yeah. uh, someone was harassing me, and it made the New York Post for some reason. And it also made the, uh, what's the one that we always use for this when we do the India stories? Some weird Indian magazine. No, it wasn't like um, the India Times or something, like the Bombay, like it was some major, fairly major publication in India ran this article about you. Are you famous in India? He no, is now. I'm I'm famous nowhere, and somehow because I su- I sued a fellow comic for for defamation, and he's been harassing me for four years, and um, uh, uh, and he we took out a website and just said all these lies, and I it's feel like I issue. know who this is, and I'm not. Uh, gonna but say anyway, it. I, yeah. I sued. The, so I, I didn't think it would be. Then it went. In the, it came in the New York Post. That's so funny, <laughs> and so <laughs> everyone's posting it in the New York Post. It got you know, and so I had, to, I had to issue a response. I did on my Facebook page, and that's all I really. Well, want you know what's to say funny about is it. that me, you, and I are, are we're very publicly associated with each other because we've been doing this show together for about two years now, mm-hmm. and. I woke up on, I think it was Saturday or Sunday morning to about three or four different texts from people like, yo, what's going on with Sandy? What's going on? And I did. I, I woke up to it, so I didn't know that the fucking piece got, got ran. And I was like, oh, holy shit, Sandy's on the Sunday morning New York Post. What page? I, do, I don't know. Who reads the post? You didn't hang Why it up? Why would anyone I read the post? you hang it up. Yeah, like that's a credit. Use it like a credit. I mean, well, <laughs> I now have a credit in the New York Post. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I'm going to bring you on stage like that from, you know, from the New York Post to the Naked Roast Battle. Yeah. <laughs> That's how that is now. Uh, yeah, I did do the rape Naked Roast Battle on Justin's show, actually. This was, that was Justin's Skankfest. No, Skankfest isn't mine. I was just a part of it. Oh. It I, seemed like you were... Uh, I'm a, I'm a, it seemed like you're walking around with some authority. I'm I'm very much a part of that group, but that's, that's Luis Gomez's baby. That's the... Yeah, but yes. Did, um, your, um, did your penis come up a little bit bigger this time? Because I know you had issues with that last time. Where you had the smallest penis on the whole naked show, right? Now I, I feel like my penis was more normal size, but we were actually kind of in the back green room, mm-hmm. and it was kind of dark. Like we weren't all just hanging okay. around naked uh, mm-hmm. at the same time, so I didn't get a chance to compare as well. Hmm. <laughs> they, they asked me to judge it, and uh, I have a decent sized penis, and I was so nervous that my penis went inside my balls and like was hiding there, and I was I would just I. I mean, I, I was in a thong on Skankfest the day before with no problem, but I was like, there's no way. I just couldn't. I got to give you credit. Props for that. 
Yeah, no, mm. I don't. I don't take pride in my flaccid length penis. I don't know why anyone would. It's not that. It's that you. It's because you don't take pride in your flaccid length penis, and you still <laughs> went ahead and did it anyway. That takes a measure of balls. It, I, I, that, they, so, but it, it shows that your balls are huge, but your dick is small. Who would judge me based on my flaccid penis? Like you have no idea what what it's look, look like in action. Yeah, but a lot of people are kind of like they don't get they don't get the fact that it's like, uh, you know. Like I'm a I'm a grower, not a shower. Like a lot of white guys tend mm-hmm. to be. Yeah, tends to be. And uh, yeah, I'm definitely not a sh- shower. I'm, I'm a definite grower. It grows, but it does grow. I mean, that's I'm sure what it's it does. Do. I believe you don't listen. You don't have to convince me. I wasn't. I was. I I left the room. I had to host another <laughs> show downstairs while you were running around with your fucking weird penis, getting sued, trying to get on the post. I don't know what you do with your time. But I'm just saying, it, that takes a lot of credit. And I think a lot of people do so. They're like, oh, that guy's got a small dick. And they don't realize that, like, hey, the thing's going to grow. So, you know, one yeah. day when he's older. And plus, in the summertime with the air conditioning blasting, you know, maybe it's a little, little yeah. cold in there. And then your anxiety's up. And who knows how much cocaine you're going to do at a festival right. like that. Anxiety's I mean, really high. Lot, so. <laughs> I know my dick's not going to be, you know, it's not going to be ready for action. But who's this? It's, it's a flaccid I don't know why anyone wants to look at a flaccid dick. I don't know what's your, what you're gaining from that. I understand. Uh, hold on for you know what? No, keep going. That was amazing. Adorably so. That was okay. fucking funny as hell. So, Bandit the Cat once again just made the podcast. What happened was, uh, I had some chips I was eating earlier. He was eating he about fifteen of those, and uh, I left the bag open on the table. And Bandit the Cat just went in there, and and he just reached in and just took a few and, and grabbed them and ran name. the floor. Bandit. He's been doing it for like he's been, yeah he's been doing it for the last like five minutes. That's oh really? No, you well, didn't notice? He ate half those chips. Well, dude, they're his now. That bag is his now. <laughs> that's how that is. I was done with it anyway, so that's how that is. So speaking of penises ready for wait, action, wait, we, do you want to talk about our guest? Uh, so oh yeah, Justin, yeah, we always meet our guest. Oh. Justin is quite actually an esteemed uh, uh, man in the comedy community. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank though, you. Uh, as the co-host of the No Disrespect podcast with the uh, fellow mm-hmm. very awesome comic Mike Vecchione. Yeah. Uh, they're two gluten-free New York-based Guido comics, and uh, they talk about their Italian upbringings. And no, no, uh, no, Mike's Italian. I'm Jewish. Oh, you seem like you could be a Jewish Italian. You know, I love that, and I love that you said that. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, you seem uh-huh. like if you. Where are you from originally, by the way? Queens. Queens. Oh, yes. yeah, that makes sense. If you would have said Queens or any any of the boroughs, I'd been like, yep, yep, borough person. I didn't want to interrupt you though. I apologize. I was just trying to get that one thing correct. Yeah, no, oh, that's that's important. Uh, uh, he's also uh, the host of the Neurotica podcast. I am, which you've been which, on. Which is a wonderful podcast because I was on it. Yes, you a great <laughs> episode. It's a sex and anxiety podcast, which we are making into a television show. So, uh, yeah. mm. And he's the former host of Dogs in the City on CBS, yeah. where he was basically a, uh, a dog trainer with credentials, with papers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ice-friendly dog whisperer. Yeah, with a citizenship. Ice-friendly? Uh, immigration and custom, customs enforcement. You know, I think so. It's the thing that everyone's protesting against. Oh, to show the people how that are taking are. away the... the yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I don't pay attention to anything that doesn't exist in my apartment. So right. go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, he's also a national touring comedian. Yes, I am. Uh, and uh, I, we were trying to book him for the show. And he's like, yeah, I have to check my seller schedule because I might be at the seller. I'm like, damn, I wish I had that. Had yeah. to, well, had they don't problem. book me that much. So let's not make it like that. But the nights they tend to book me are, ten, are Thursdays. So I just wanted to check that. So I wasn't trying to rub it in your face in any way. No, no, you weren't. It, but, uh, it was cool. And I'm like, yeah, well, my Netflix special isn't going to be taped on Thursday, luckily. So I'm, I'm free on Thursday. Yeah, I'll come by and do it. And, your- and, and here I am. So 
and we're glad to have very you. Very telling of my career. So. so so we were talking about penises a minute ago. You want to get into my, my topic over here first today? Sure. All right, let's do this. So this first story comes to us from Paris, Paris, France. Dude, France has been getting on the board lately with fake outrage. I think they have three stories in the last two months with us. So kudos to France for getting us some uh, some stories here. And what happened in Paris was the city has installed a bunch of outdoor urinals. <laughs> I saw those. Yeah. And they're called, and I'm going to fuck this up, the Uri Trottier. I don't know if that's I, close. I think you kind of nailed it. I might have. <laughs> well, you can spell it into your phone and then see how Siri says it. Mm, I don't know. Siri might hate French people, though. She might be racist. I think she is French. Siri? Mm, maybe. Oui, oui, Siri. Yeah. Um, yeah, I saw those things. They are, they're not, they're not really urinals because there's no, they're, they're nothing like a porta potty because there's no. no structure. No, it literally is just, when we say urinal, it is literally just a urinal. They look, you know, they look like exactly, it's just a red box. They look exactly like the, where you get newspapers out of on the street, like yeah. sort of flyers. They look mm-hmm. exactly like that. Yeah. yeah. And they have just a little wedge on each side. Yeah, so like your your dong will be will be hidden, semi hidden. Let's be real. It's like it it looks like a regular urinal, and so anyway, these urinals are supposed to be eco friendly because they don't use water. They use some kind of straw, and uh, they change it once every three weeks. That seems very very not enough. Yeah, uh, that's the first thing I thought too. Once every three weeks. Three weeks. Yeah. If you think about how much you piss. Think about you as one person. Yeah. If let's say you just pissed into a bucket and yeah. three weeks worth of piss and you look at the size of those things. Yeah. I feel like I could fill that thing alone in three weeks. Am I wrong I about could, that? Yeah, I think you're you're totally right. Could you piss like a liter a day? I've I mean I don't measure Maybe my piss. More. I'm I'm trying to think how much is the average person can we Google? Like how much does the average person <laughs> piss a day? But maybe this specially formulated to break down ammonia. No, but that's the thing is that he's talking about the physical liquid. The fluid, the fluids, yeah. they're not going anywhere. They're staying in there. Yeah. Then they're getting absorbed by straw. So, I mean, forget about the smell, but I'm going to, you mind if I Google how much Please the average do. person yeah. pisses a day? And so the, uh, the, the, the people that put them up in the city, they claim that, it, that they, the, the compost in it reduces the odor in it. So that's not a problem. And the, so people are really outraged. Like locals are outraged just because it's kind of a weird thing. People are saying that it, like it's a really uncomfortable fucking thing. I don't. It's I weird. don't think the locals are taking into account that people are pissing on the street. Yeah, that's true. But you know what? And, and that's the one. The one sort of thing that when I th- I was really thinking this through earlier today, and I was thinking that a lot of cities like Paris and like New York, and a lot just tourist heavy cities of high volume, they don't have uh, like good. Um, Good methods for dealing with uh, with people that have to piss. Because you, you ever walk around like the you know touristy parts of the city, like Times Square, or Soho, or whatever. There's not many public bathrooms. It's a huge problem in New York. There's no bathrooms. Yeah, and so I think the fact that they're trying to do something about it That's is a, a step thing. in the right direction. I just don't know if this is the right way. <laughs> I agree with you. Yeah. Dude, I hate cabs. Uh, like, I live in a beautiful part of town. Yeah. And I see cabs pulling over. The guy just, like, pulls his dick out and just pisses, like, like yeah. not even hiding it with the door. Like, <laughs> and, and here's another one. Like, here's when you got, like, some extra guts. And this, 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 this guy could trump you, Sandeep, with the naked roast battle. How about, <laughs> like, not holding it? Like, not, like, even holding your, wing, your wiener. Just, wow. like, standing there, like, just out. Like, it's, like, you're texting while the thing, while it's, it's just, like, 
you know, it's like walking your dog off leash while you're just like, yeah, let him do what he's going to well, do. Well, so just like know that it's so big that it's going to fall in the right direction. I is mean, that the, wow, that's, yeah. This uh, is what people are reduced to when there's a there's a city just of, of millions of people with no public bathrooms. So did you Google a thing? What's the I verdict got it. here? The normal range for a 24-hour urine volume is 800 to 2,000 milliliters per day. I don't know milliliters. Do uh, well, you know, know what one, one liter what one liter bottle looks like. I know what one liter. And well, that's 800 milliliters, so it's about four-fifths of that. Wait, I thought they, they use base 10 for everything in other countries. This is a... Uh, so wait, give me a, can you give me a visual of, a, of, of 2,000 milliliters? Well, you know what a one liter bottle looks like. Right. How Big, so that's one That's 1,000 milliliters. Yeah. Is one liter. Base 10. There's no way that I pissed that little. <laughs> you're, well, you're saying you piss you're above two, average. Is what, what, is you're what, saying is you what, piss more than two liter a two liter bottle of Pepsi a day. No, you just said this. You said one liter. Mi- bottle. You said one two thousand. You said a thousand. You said a thousand. You said a milliliter is one, is one. Say it again. One thousand milliliters yes. is a is one liter. Okay, got it. So yeah. okay, so I piss two. So if I piss two liters a day in the course of three weeks. How much of that thing is going to be full? Now multiply how many people are. How is that thing not going to overflow? Yeah, am I right? Do I? Am I? Am I, I, I no, that's the first one of the first things I thought too. I'm looking at the thing; it does not look that big. No, it doesn't. And, it, and there's no plumbing or, or 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 sewage or anything. That's the whole point of it. Is that it's like a waterless, eco-friendly thing, and all that. I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> Why not just like piss on another person? I feel like that would be less that, offensive. Well, and so one of the things I but thought about are, this. But wait, you're you're. But why is how much you pee in one day representative of how much pee an average u- urine a- box is going to absorb in one day? Because you think about this. I just looked at this, right? Yeah. This is, I just looked at how much the average person urinates in a day. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if you think about one person, if one person is urinating in that thing every day, one person is taking one piss in that thing mm-hmm. every day. So they're pissing about half a liter a day. Over the course of three weeks... And you have to think, how many people are pissing that in one day? How is that thing going to contain all that fluid? That's well, sort of the question. Like, these things are kind of in an emergency situation. I don't, it might not get like hmm. multiple. Oh, you know, in that's, one day. I didn't think of that. See what I'm saying? You're right, actually. How many guys actually have the balls to take their dick out in basically public? I mean, you're going to do it if you, really, if you have to pee and there is nothing around. But, like, yeah. but that doesn't usually happen. Like, you get caught sometimes. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe I, I didn't think of that because you're right. This, this is not a normal bathroom thing. This is this might be looked down upon like taking the bus. It might be the taking the bus of pissing. It's like right. I'm like, oh no, fuck that. I'll hold it till we get to a real bathroom. You also think of the population of, of where, like, if it was in New York, you could imagine those things would be like people would be shitting in them. They'd oh, be like God. jerking off all over them. I mean, th- people would paint like. I mean, those things. Would oh become, yeah, they get tagged real quick. Yeah. Oh, you're they'd right. be the most foul thing. I mean, look at a garbage can in New York City. What it turns into? Oh, it's, it's yeah. like it's like ju- it's just now people are just throwing garbage in the direction of it, and like that's good enough. <laughs> you know what I mean? People well, be pissing on the thing. Yeah. Well, well, once the garbage does overflow, people don't people don't take the time to look for another one. They're like, oh fuck that! I'm just gonna keep yeah. going here. It's but near. I did think that though. Yeah, is it, it couldn't it couldn't survive? What in New if York? they did try to you. put these in New York? What would happen? I think you're right. I think you're. It, it would not work. It would. And by the way, it would have to be way more often than three weeks. It would have to be like every six hours if it was New York, especially if it was in the heavy parts like Times Square and Central Park and all the uh, yeah tourist areas. Yeah. Yeah. It, people would definitely piss on them. It would just be. It would be the most disgusting thing in within like uh, ten feet. But uh, here's but here's the, the the devil's advocate question to that is at least it would be concentrated in one spot rather than just the surprise piss smells that pop up in random parts of the city. You Holy know? shit! Maybe 
You know? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I've never, I've never critically thought about urine locations until just now. So it's you? a good idea. See, the problem with the outhouses is it's an enclosed structure and it smells so bad. It's so disgusting. I can't, yeah. I can't, the, when I see a porta potty, I get so nauseous. Yeah. Like the idea, like my, my ex-girlfriend, we she wanted to go to Burning Man and I was like, all right, I was, my number one thing was like, I love camping. I go camping constantly when I'm in Los Angeles. And the mm-hmm. great thing about it is like, if you have to go to the bathroom, you, just, you, you take biodegradable wipes and you shit in the woods. Or you pit, It doesn't matter. Yeah. The idea of the fact that like you can't do that there and you have to use a porta potty. One of my biggest concerns was like, I was Googling like how to make your own toilet. Like it was, I was getting so much anxiety at the thought of having to use porta potties. I mean, they just, can you use them? Like I get grossed out. Um, I can. Usually, only for number one though. I can't do number two in a porta potty. Uh, I've been to India, so you you have to. I can I can use the bathroom anywhere. I don't enjoy it, but <laughs> uh, if you ever been in a train in the reg- not first class in India, oh my god, is it just really? like out in the open like these things are? Well, there is there is just a hole. You're not pissing into anything. It just it just goes onto the tracks. Oh, literally. Oh, so you. Oh, wow. You don't want to drop your phone or your wallet then in that case. No, you don't. Is there a seat? No, I mean, there might be. There isn't. No, it's a hole. Well, no, no. It's like, a, it's a, there's like places where you put your feet and then you squat. Wow. Or you just pee and Sort of hole. like a thing that you would do sit-ups on, like it goes over the top of your feet so you can really get the good squat. Or there's handles on the side so you can. Yeah. yeah. I no, love how uh, you're putting uh, it in terms of working out. It's so perfect. Well, there's things where you put your feet. So I was imagining they're not like those dance step things, which is like pictures of feet. No, there's no, something no. that goes it's over just, so you get some good leverage. These are all legitimate questions they're, though, Sandy. It's these on are... the ground. It's just a, it's just, it's like a, it's like raised maybe three inches. So you, you stand over the hole. Right. And you pee or you squat and you. Is there a toilet paper? Uh, not on the, no. So no then how paper. do you wipe your ass? There's water. So you use your hand and then you... You put your hand, you put water on your hand and then you wipe your ass. Hmm. All right. I don't want to go there. No. Yeah. I mean, oh, well, no, no. You, if you go, you would go in first class, in the first class uh, so, air conditioned train. So white girls, you want to go on that yoga retreat to India soon? Uh, wow. No, but they're, the white <laughs> girls are going in there. They're yeah. flying into the five-star hotel. And, no, so of, speaking of the, uh, yeah. of the girls, one of the criticisms of the urinals was that they were only for men. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which I thought was kind of funny. But the, the city said it in the defense. They said, look, the whole idea of these things is to have men go in these emergencies to free up the actual toilets for women. So oh, that's the, true. That's actually the least sexist way to think about it. So, that's, a, that's some but good yeah, spin. But people got mad about it. People were like, no, why did you have women's ones? Like that, That's the worst idea ever. What you know? would the women's one look like? I don't know, but like... It would watching, look like the thing on the train. Yeah, it would look like the Yeah, train. like and watching women pee is like already a porn category. So you can't... Like there, there would just be dudes hanging out there watching like that's what would happen there'd be dudes who are like oh, like sitting on a certain park bench just to watch this happen all day yeah. that's absolutely what would happen i'm into yeah. it I'm, I'm yeah, it's it. another thing if they had in new york i mean there would just be a peanut gallery of yeah it, someone, it would just be, someone would build rafters someone would build you know oh bleachers. yeah you just charge admission absolutely yeah. like that would be a total that would be a total we got thing. a live one fellas yeah this one look like looks like she just got done working out right yeah um so as far as the outrage verdict goes in this one, I think it is kind of a weird, gross thing, and it is, it's a little bit off-putting to see a place where dudes whip their dick out, but I have to go fake outrage because I think that uh, the city's trying, and I, I think this is the closest I've seen a city government actually taking action to the issue of like public bathrooms because like fucking New York doesn't do shit for us. A lot of cities don't. They're actually trying something 
in Paris, so I have to give him credit. So I have to go fake outrage in this one. Yeah, mm. I'm going to go. Um, I feel like it's like democracy. Democracy is the worst form of government except for all others. And uh, I think that's the same. I mean, this is the worst form of uh, public urinal except for all the other scenarios, which is no urinal or porta potties, which are disgusting, um, or just peeing on the street. Yeah. Uh, on the subway platform or wherever. Or, or yeah. bothering businesses that don't let you pee if they, unless you're a customer. And Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to fake outrage. All right. I'm going to agree with you both. Okay. Yes. All right. Fake outrage. So we're going to go from uh, dicks out in public to guys who like dicks. Right, Sandeep? Uh, yes, that's a, that's a great segue. That I am fucking, you know, 130 episodes, baby. I'm, I'm getting good at those segues. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, this next uh, story comes to us out of the movie industry, where Disney first caused accolades by the social, social justice community by featuring an openly gay character for the first time in their history. So everyone was happy. And then mm-hmm. they caused caused outrage by casting a straight man to play the gay character. Mm. And oh boy, people were not happy. Uh, okay, straight actor Jake Whitehall was cast to play um, the role, which is a uh, what movie is it? That was, so was Slash cast character. to play in, in the movie Jungle Cruise. Mm-hmm. And uh, sounds like a name of a gay porno, huh? Right, Jungle Cruise, like a very specific type of gay porno. Yeah, that was a racial joke. You're all welcome. I got it. Tell me, tell me, I'm a racist. Go I'm ahead, everyone. It. Just say it. I'm bringing. I kind of like the take that the uh, that the person who wrote this article took on this, though. He kind of thought that it was a bunch of bullshit that people were in such an uproar about it because it was like really a progressive step forward, and at the same time, it's like, listen, you, you're an actor playing a character. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's you know, it's like if someone's playing. You know, it's 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 like if someone. I don't know. It's like if someone's playing that they're a certain dialect, that they have to be that dialect person, or if someone's playing like a certain ethnicity, they have to specifically be that ethnic. Like I remember, I played a Spanish person on TV, and it was like, "All right, you, you did, know. yeah, plenty of times." I'm playing an Italian. I'm in this movie. I'm doing. It's like I'm Jew. What's the difference? Yeah, I picked this because <laughs> this often like comes it's so up. Nitpicky. What's the difference? It often comes up with race. Like, how can they have this white guy play this minority, or uh, and they should just have the minority actor. And so this is a step beyond that, which is because at least like with different races, you can it's it's a it's a visual thing. And you why are you making your audience suspend disbelief or like having extra makeup instead of getting a thing? Or at least that's the argument. And this is like but like gay people don't look any different than straight people. And you you are acting a role. Uh, I think they're, you know, I think gay guys are better looking than straight dude. I think they're in better shape. I think they're better dressed. I don't think that's true. I think that they well, look that's better. Well, that's because they have to get laid by other yeah. superficial men. But in the... in the <laughs> As opposed to what? Like superficial women? Because women are less superficial, so you can be you can Would you be think, Do you think so? Well, we're in New York City. I can't really... My opinion on that is a little... A little jaded. Well, they're more... I mean, they're, they're <laughs> yeah, still going to be more both. for... You can be rich and you can be, you know, anyway, successful Okay, that's, that's not the hill, hill we have to die on. I was yes. just making it funny. So what were you saying? So they don't look different, obviously. Yeah, they're still humans, two arms, two legs, two eyes. Right. I mean, you are, as an actor, you're, you're, playing, you're playing a sexual preference. You don't need yeah. to, like, you're, you're, if you're playing a cook, you don't need a cook as an actor. Exactly. To, you know, you know it would be great if this actor uh, came out of the closet right now, 
Like, he, like he's not gay, but he's like, you know what? Yeah, I'm gay. Fuck you guys. Like, yeah. he did that just so everyone can get off his ass. Yeah. Then until the movie's like, you know, hit DVD, then he's like, yeah, I'm not gay. The guy, <laughs> the guy who wrote this is actually gay. Can I quote this one paragraph Please. that he said? He goes, to demand that only gay actors play gay roles is not the way to correct an inequality. In a world where gay actors are still denied straight roles, it'll just lead to typecasting of gay actors, the very thing they're wanting to escape. Gay actors mm-hmm. want a diversity of roles just like straight actors do. I was like, that's such a refreshing, like, I thought that was such a balanced, well-spoken uh, point of view on that. Yeah, that was, that was very well said. Wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was like, all right, yeah, that seem, it seems a little ridiculous. It seems like, oh, uh, yes, here, here's a great progressive step forward, but let's nitpick the details of this. It's like, well, yeah. it's about the character and what the character's portraying, not about who the actor is that's playing it. You know, at the end of the day, if he does a good job, you're not supposed to, so, you're not supposed to see an actor. Yeah, you're supposed to see a character. 100%. If the story is being told, you're helping put that story and those thoughts out there in the universe. And right. so that it's, it's a net gain for, you know, for equality and progressivism. We actually had a very similar story uh, a while ago on this show where there was a gay actor that was casted to do a trans role and people were upset for the same reason. They're like, oh, you should have had a trans person play it. But in the, the, the person that was on the show that day with us who was a trans person said, no, this is a net gain because the story is being told. You know, you're seeing a trans person At on the, screen starring in a, um, you know, a story. Yeah. Half, just, listen, half the time on Disney movies, those aren't act, those aren't even human beings. They're fucking cartoons playing <laughs> the characters. Like, they yeah. will keep referencing, like, the Little Mermaid. It's like, guess what? Like, th- those weren't actors, period. Yeah. <laughs> So it's like at the end of the day, yeah. a good film, you're supposed to suspend disbelief, forget that these are actors and just fall into the characters and fall into the story. And mm-hmm. if it's a Disney story, it's really going to be, it's really more for kids or probably it's going to be rated G anyway. So it's more for kids. Kids aren't like sitting there being like, well, they're going to see the fact that this is a, they're, they're going to understand that there's sec- they, they understand when two people fall in love in a Disney movie that this is a straight couple and they're going to understand that this is a gay couple. They're yeah. going to understand that and then they're not going to be sitting there being like, well, can we, can I, can you please tell me the sexual preference of the actor that's playing that? This is made for, it's made for children. Yeah. It's like, oh, he's not gay in real life. So this is totally unbelievable. Right. Yeah. That's, it's fucking, so, it's fucking crazy. Yes. Really, and here's the thing too, is that we also have the, 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 the further version of this where now with the diversity push in movies, there's parts and characters that previously were something else that are now being portrayed as gay or as black or whatever the other minority is. You see that primarily in fictional characters like superhero films and shit. But well, yeah, once in a while, people get upset like uh, about like an old war movie that like they're doing a war movie. And they're like, well, where's all the minority characters? It's like, well, dude, that's how it was back then. Yeah. You know, like the platoons were done by race and you can't just, you know, put diversity into places where it didn't exist for the sake of your modern day social justice. I find that in a way it's almost like it's like uh, it's almost the opposite of freedom of speech when you have this sort of mm-hmm. first forced diversity thing. Or you uh-huh. have like it, it, it kind of like driving. It's it, it just when it's oh, when it's forced like that, you're like, you know, it's 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 almost like um, it almost takes a freedom away. Does that make sense? Well, I think the problem is when they... Bit. Yeah, I see, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Huh. When, when you're trying to... When you have to sell a film, it has to make a profit. You can't, yeah. just, you can't just typecast people. You have to bring people who are going to sell tickets. Right. And then you, yeah. you, you can't just cast someone for the sake of diversity. You have to cast it for the sake of who can, who can sell the you tickets. Should e- you should email thing. Hollywood and tell them that then. <laughs> no, they know. It's you have to use social justice warriors. They know that they need a big profit. They know it more than anyone else. 
Yeah, actually, yeah, that's true. They do have guys in suits with charts making most of these decisions. That is true. Forced diversity just drives me crazy. It's sort of like, you know, just let that, like, if just let things organically be what they are. There's plenty yeah. of diversity. Like, let things, and I'm not saying it's like a white dude. I'm saying it is like, a, listen, I'm a fucking Jewish dude. So it's like, I kind of yeah. qualify as persecuted yeah. in a way. And Italian like, too. So like a generation ago, you were persecuted too. There you go. Too, well, yeah. with like Holocaust surviving grandparents. Like I get like, you know, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of like uh, persecution, like even in my family. So I, I, I certainly empathize with and sympathize with that kind of thing. But at the same time, it's like I just feel like if you organically tell stories the way they're supposed to be told, there's mm-hmm. no, there's not really such this need for forced diversity. Yeah. Now l- let's go with the hack joke on this, which is, come on, you guys couldn't find one gay actor. Aren't all actors gay? Okay. <laughs> so I had to get that one out of my system. It was good. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Do you know what this reminds me of is that um, the Idris Elba thing right now that's going around with James Bond? Have you heard about this? No, tell me. There's strong rumors that he's going to be the next James Bond and people are all pissed off about it. Personally, I could give a fuck. Wait, who is a, it? He's, uh... Oh, wait, that'll be great. That, yeah, personally, I don't give a shit what color Idris Elba, he's is. the actor from The Wire who played Stringer Bell. Yeah. Nice. He, so he's a black guy and everyone's like, oh, it's going to be the first James Bond. And I feel like people are taking, in both directions, are taking it way too far because some people are like, yeah, like he's black, so he's automatically going to be like the best one. And then there's people who are like way too into the, like, the lore of James Bond who are like, well, that's just ridiculous having a black guy play a fictional character. You know, and it, it just, it, it's too yeah. serious to people. Yeah, but I that, don't give a fuck what there, color There's an example James where they, it's is. not, it's like if, if, if he plays a good fucking James Bond and exactly. a slick ass character, it's kind of cool. And like he'll they, sell tickets because he's, he's a big yeah, if they get Yeah, if he's got like, and if he's got some fucking like sw- some black dude swarthiness to him, it's like, that's fucking cool as shit. And that's the thing to me is it's like when, when you go to make a movie, like the, the race or the orientation or whatever it is of the, of the actors playing, that's like thing number 40 or 50, then number one, two, and three should be like, do you have a good director? Do you have a good script? Yeah. Do you have a good budget so you can do good cinematography? Like the, the important shit. Yeah, you know? of course. So like, this is, it's always crazy when someone gets casted for something and people get pissed off for no fucking reason. You know, oh, I'm sorry. Did I tip my hand? Yeah, fake outrage in this one. All right. <laughs> yes, fake outrage. Fake I, outrage. I got to agree on that. The rare six for six, Sandy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Did you, oh. you sound like you had more to say. I'm sorry. No, that's it. Fake outrage. All right. Uh, now we get to the point where our favorite part of the show, yes. Phil, where we ask our guest if he's outraged, he or she is outraged about anything. Anything well, you, in the universe in pissing case. you off? Oh, uh, uh, plenty. <laughs> you want you want to give me a topic to go on? No, well, no. We, did you not tell him before the show that that's what we do as a third topic? No, he didn't. He said, the, he, he said, here's some articles. Okay, well, no, is there the first any, email I said. Is there anything you're upset about know. currently that you want to let some steam off on? It can be anything you want. We're not, we're open. This is the open-ended part of the show. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, currently, um, New York City's been driving me absolutely crazy lately. Okay. New York City, always a popular topic. Yeah, it is. Usually is it has really? to do with construction or MTA, but what specifically is, is uh, chapping your ass about the city? I... First of all, I've been like I'm like born and raised in New York City, and I couldn't mm-hmm. be like less. I couldn't be a less of a person who should be here. You know what I'm saying? Like as <laughs> as a person who's like already prone to anxiety, who's very like noise sensitive. I live in Manhattan. I live on a beautiful, quiet block. Yeah. But it's like I couldn't like. I remember living in L.A. I loved it over there, and I was like, man, it got really boring, and you start to feel isolated. And then I came back for a month, and I was like, oh my god, I can't believe I ever left New York City. Mm-hmm. And then like a month went by, I was like, fuck this place man it is just like i mean there's the great things about it that are so great like how we you know you can get to friends houses so easily social socializing mm-hmm. is such a easy thing but it's like just the general like constant like pushiness and like uh 
agitation that everybody has walking around, especially the summer. Oh, everyone's ready to, in the, exactly. Yeah, in the with summer. this heat and everyone's the ready to go off. Like everyone's ready to go. It's you're like, within five no, seconds of getting in a fist fight with a stranger over accidentally bumping them. It's crazy. People don't understand that who don't live here, but it is. There's a fucking certain like tense. But the like, second, but the second vibe. you come into like Brooklyn, I'm like, it's gone. It's more Manhattan. It's like it's just. I'm like, it I, is. Yeah, Manhattan drives me fucking nuts. And everybody. And here's the thing that makes maybe me you're crazy. a suburbs guy. Maybe you should be a, a Jersey commuter or a Connecticut commuter. I think you know. I think I'm like a Hoboken guy. You might be a Boken guy. I think I'm a Boken guy. Yeah, I think that's where it's going. But you know, the crazy the thing that drives me nuts is when you try to talk to people, your friends about it. And you're like, you know, you try to like. I get some identification going. I'm like, oh, this mm-hmm. place is driving me nuts. It's like, what do you mean? It's the best city in the world. Everybody wants to live here. I'm like, e- really? Everybody wants to no, live here? Not everyone. Not everybody wants to live here. I have plenty of friends who are like, how can you live there? I get that question more than any question when I go back home. What is it? What? Uh, I'm from like a rural town in New England. Uh-huh. So people, people think I'm nuts for living here. You know, they're like, how do you do that? How do you live without four trucks and a nine acres and a fucking three dogs and a huge yard? Does it give you, does it, do you, does it affect you? What do you mean? Does it affect you? Does it give you anxiety? Does it like, does it change your personality? Like um, I know, I know people who moved from more rural places to New York and you watch them start to adapt this New York personality where they're less patient. They're a little more pushy. Absolutely. It does, right? Well, the thing is though with me is that it makes I, you a worse person. The, well, no, you know what? Yes and no, but like, cause you develop the, the bad parts of the New York, like the agitation, but the good parts of like, when I go back home, people are like, dude, like you don't take shit from anybody anymore. And I'm like, yeah, no shit. And so there's a little bit of that going on. But the thing with me is this, I have like a timer kind of in my head where if I don't leave the city for at least two or three days, every three months maximum yeah it does shit to my brain where i'm like i have to get the fuck out of here i start getting like really like like really yeah like short fused and and shit like i'm going home for a week next week and i can't fucking wait to just sit in the woods and just drink some vodka and just stare at some pickup trucks and just because you have to decompress somehow no i do the same you thing know? i go yeah. I, a fr- I have a friend who's like one of the biggest landowners in upstate new york this guy's got a three thousand acre farm holy fuck. and i go it's awesome it's like five times bigger than central park it's fantastic and I go up there and like ATVing, like I'm in his legs, yeah. like hanging out with the cat. Like I'm so much more of like a shit kicker, yeah. you know, as like this, and I have this voice and I'm this New York guy, but I'm, I get, I get along so well just in woods. No, me too, man. And, and it's, it's Sandy Ape's like, he grew up in Chicago. He says like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? But no, it, it is true. I'm from like, the suburbs of Chicago. Yeah, but you didn't, you know, like my best friend from childhood grew up on a buffalo farm. So like, you know, it's a different level of like mm. weirdness. Can but you, yeah, can um, you do, can you do like sticks and woods or you got to be like on pavement? Oh, no, I love, I mean, when I go on vacations now, I don't like going to other cities. Like, I wouldn't, yes, people like, no. want to go to Berlin. I'm like, I actually don't, I want to go to mountains. Yeah, I you, go you wanted skiing. to come home with me, because my, my hometown fair is next week, like my little... That sounds awesome. Oh, it, and like, I go every year, because um, it's like, you know, it, it's, you know, connecting with your roots, and yeah. just to remind you how far you come, but yeah, it, it's it's incredible. I almost Especially married, after living here. It's fantastic. I almost married a girl from Georgia, and then I've dated like a bunch of southern girls, and yeah. it's like, their family is like when they just sit there, I'm like, I'm like the great thing, I'm like, you guys don't have any dreams or anything? And they're like, nah, we just want to, I work down at the, uh, at the wood lumber store there, <laughs> and then when I come home, I like to do my whittling, and I'm like, I, like, I want to trade jeans with you so oh, badly. Dude. Like, I'm such a driven, pushy, like, success-driven psychopath. Not that I like, <laughs> and I'm like, attention-seeking and all these things, and I look yeah. at people who are from like, smaller towns and i'm like oh my god like you're just content to be 
<laughs> yeah, and I love like how I, you ask them too. Like you don't have dreams, right? Like, That's exactly how yeah. I say it. Well, I'm no, like, you I, just I, like I know what you mean because I'm I'm the same way. Like when I go home, you know, I've had a few people admit to me privately, like, dude, you you live a life we kind of all wish we could. But most of them are like, no, dude, I love living here. I love coming home to my, you know, my daughter and my wife, or and you know, I love visiting my dad once a week, and I love working at the local Agway, like you said, whatever yeah. it is. And they're like, yeah, it's a great life, man. You know, I got a truck and I go to the lake. Dude, my there's a certain romanticism about that. There it's is fantastic. Dude, yeah, my whole I think the best the ideal situation is to have like a balance, like to have like a maybe like a a place where you can go retreat to because there, there is there are the great things about New York, but it's not it's 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 the actual like the environment itself, just the harshness of people, the harshness of weather. Like that's it. I'm just like the loud. I'm like holy well, fuck. Physically, dude, it's the ugly. smell of this. It's disgusting. It, it, ugly as fuck. Here's the thing. Like because it's. Pretty much everything's paved here. Yes. In the summer, you're basically inside of a brick oven, like yes. they're making pizza. And in the wintertime, you're in a fucking freezer. Yeah. It's it's awful here. But you hate summer or winter more here. Oh, winters make me nuts. Yeah, me too. I fucking I, I at least once or twice I have to get in a plane and go to like Florida or yeah yeah warm. I go I go constantly yeah as I have to or California fucking, or Florida yeah you get me I get you Sandy <laughs> you can leave we're bonding. on the on the three day weekends <laughs> this that's why this place clears out. Is, oh uh, yeah, well, every weekend in the out. summer. Yeah. That you know, I, that's one thing I do like about New York in the summertime. All the broskies fucking leave on the weekends, yeah. and you can you can actually walk around and go to certain bars you couldn't go to in the fall. You know, yeah, I'm a big fan of that. So yeah, I'm with you on the fucking. The so New, New York rubs my nuts the wrong way. Yeah, I love living here. I don't want to live anywhere else. But God, do I have to get out once in a fucking while? Yeah, yeah. So I think that's a that's a pretty good place to end right there. You can follow us online at uh, Fake Outrage Ripped. On Twitter, which uh, we barely ever use anymore, uh, you can email us at thefakeoutragereport at gmail.com. Please take a second, second and give us that killer five-star review. You can follow Justin online at? At I am Justin Silver, and it's IamJustinSilver.com, and you can go also my podcast. It's No Disrespect and Neurotica. They're available on iTunes. Check all that shit out. Road dates, all that stuff's coming up. Sandeep Sen, any parting thoughts? Uh, we're going to get some female-only urinals in New York. <laughs> Thank you.